Hello and welcome to Circular Business Podcast Weekly Gapshap with the Circular Collective. I'm your host and host Shri Priya Sridharan and I am Piyush Tawan and we help you think out of the box using circular economy best practices from around the globe delivered to you through an audio experience. So Shri Priya you know like the event space has changed so much in the past couple of years. I I could imagine you like um, a couple of years ago I used to go to these sustainability conferences and what appalled me were the use of single use plastics uh, uh-huh. you know like right from printed agendas and worst of all the conference backdrops and flex marketing and it was you know like terrible to <laughs> really see the organizers not being able to walk the talk when it came to sustainability Yeah. and uh, to be honest i still remembered you know like during one of the event the organizer had four side events and for each side event they had printed huge backdrops remember those 40 feet by 20 feet that really mm-hmm. covers the entire yeah. uh, room uh, and they had around 20 standees um, which are wow. these 3 feet by you know like 6 feet sort of uh, uh, standees and uh, some of them they were just as signages you know like okay that lunch is served in this ballroom or dinner is mm. served in this direction and that really you know like caught my attention and i felt so sad and it stayed with me you know, like throughout uh, that why do we as you know like conference organizers or people who we go uh, you know, like attend such conferences why don't we really voice our opinions against such such maddening use of flex and plastic yeah. and uh, that day to be honest i stayed a bit longer and uh, to my surprise i noticed that you know like the hotel removed all the standees and backdrops within some minutes and then they started planning for another corporate event and again came more flex and more backdrops and signages it was crazy so i wrote a proposal a couple of years ago and the idea was again similar you know like why can't we as conference organizers sort of measure mm-hmm. what is our carbon impact or water footprint of that conference so right. other, if you just imagine and you know like if you just had to take a, a wild guess there are so many uh, 3 4 and 5 star hotels and they have um you know, like a lot of uh, events that would be hosted in a day can you imagine the amount of waste and this is just single use plastics and flex that is generated it is really mm-hmm. shocking and uh, i'm sure for the past yeah i'm sure for the past couple of years the flex packaging industry would have definitely taken a hit like now that all of us are following um, you know, like are on zoom or other platforms but you know, like for the past couple of months i've been getting all these conferences which are these these hybrid mode of conferences um and i have started noticing standees and backdrops again in the conferences as well even though i'm online so this flex packaging is everywhere right um, mm-hmm. if you if you see from shopping malls to airports to huge advertisements billboards i really would be very interested shri priya in learning whether there is a company that is using the circular economy principles to make a business case out of it i definitely see a business case but is there anyone who is sort of practicing 
uh, circular economy ideas in this uh, industry there there are definitely and um, i i'm so glad you brought this up such a brilliant observation of uh, looking at exhibitions looking at events that are hosted ye aapne jab ye highlight kiya tha during our initial uh, discussion when we were planning on this episode it actually struck me at that time ki wow ye pehle kyun nahi socha ye bhi to ek tarike ka waste hi hai jo hum kitna ignore kar dete it it is just more we we always look at it from advertisement perspective that's it and um, i also feel that this flex uh, flex has kind of evolved the use of flex from advertisements to announcements to even extending it to politician birthdays unke bachcho ka birthday aur sabke khandan ka birthday <laughs> in at, at least in main cities har gali mein there is a flex so you, you can even look at the whole trend that in a year jitne bhi constituencies hai every constituency has leaders and their contenders and each of them at least they can consider a minimum four four flexes on their name for a particular year so just imagine how many is being used every year and that's like a new evolved market altogether so it's it's the it only adds this whole uh, this whole usage of flex only adds to the waste of it but let's understand what these flex banners are made of they are made of pvc material so it's called pvc flex banners a quite popular uh, mm-hmm. term in the industry but pvc aata kahan se hai so polyvinyl chloride that is pvc is one of the most widely used polymers in the world it's a versatile material is why they say pvc is used extensively across uh, your a broad range of industrial applications such as uh, plumbing mm-hmm. in the buildings it's used for transportation it's used in packaging it's heavily used in electrical and electronics as well as it's used in healthcare applications and these flexes right so the essential raw material for pvc is derived from salt and oil so electrolysis of salt water produces chlorine and this chlorine is combined with ethylene which used to be acquired from oil and gas industry but aajkal ethylene is also being sourced um, like obtained from plant based sources such as sugarcane now when chlorine combines with ethylene it forms vinyl chloride monomer vcm the molecules of vcm are polymerized to form pvc resin so that is what is pvc in the end par aap bologe ki acha to oil and gas ka uh, measure to replace ho raha na yahan pe we are using plant based mm-hmm. we are using agricultural uh, resources it's it's a good thing right par the problem is slightly different when it when you look at the end of life for pvc and in case uh, some of our listeners might be unaware then what i'm going to share with you right now might be alarming for you so listen carefully <laughs> pvc is known as poison plastic as it falls under the category of synthetic plastic polymer pvcs are non biodegradable and at present there are very few disposal options 
first one is burning which i think most of us might have seen in these andolans and protests sabse pehle flex jalate hai ya to bus jalate hai so it releases <laughs> toxic fumes that is just one funny application of it but yeah usually it ends up burning and another option is uh, that they end up in the landfills because it has zero value for the waste pickers so it is said that pvc contaminates humans as well as the environment throughout its life cycle during its production during its use as well as once it's disposed of and most of us are ignorant of this information as per times of india 90% of all advertising in india in 2017 was done on pvc on an average around 18 tons of pvc flex is consumed per month 18 wow. tons <laughs> per month staggering exactly Crazy. so uh, i think now that we have uh, fairly said the context of the linear economy of pvc flex spanners let's understand mm-hmm. what a circular business model here would look like and um, uh, f- for that i want to share the story of vivench a poland based signage company that has embarked on a sustainable rebranding process so this is also one of the case studies because um, after going through what they have been doing one thing i definitely understand is that vivench has made an attempt to go circular because the entire supply chains and systems around these um, visual identification industry and advertising is so heavily dependent on aesthetics and cost that um, like the cost is it's not only cost oriented in india but across the globe same kahani hai so that's why it is slightly tough mm-hmm. to go 100% circular but what vivenge has definitely done is they have kind of um, created you can see a small vertical that would um, strategize on how they can make their current business process circular so that's what i'm going to share today so the company mm-hmm. at present is a one stop shop for durable visual identification as they provide both outdoor and indoor visual identification outdoor may outdoor signage small architecture indoor may it would be durable indoor signage it could be furniture small architecture as well as related services such as installation logistics they have been in business since 1997 kafi purani advertising company hai mm-hmm. and uh, like advertising accessorizing company hai ye and uh, currently its clients comprise 48 big brands in nine different countries so uh think about this you're on a drive you come across direction signs on your way right so maybe mm-hmm. you're on the express way or even in a tech park if you uh, you can you can identify building names written in bold ya fir aap ek hath do aise advertising dekh loge jahan pe aise big big alphabets are put up that can be noticed uh, from kilometers away uh, say you are in a shopping mall you notice um, each brand maybe it is uh, forever 21 ya fir um, kaun se kaun se or um, it is zara etc each brand has a specific layout in their store and the feel of feel of that store that that layout pretty much stays common no matter which 
geography in india you are right and also i think that also replicates globally but i have less examples to share over there but even that forms that feel look and feel of a store forms a part of the visual branding next say you are at a petrol pump and you notice so many signs or boards that are actually talking to the people in the car uh, i mean silently so i'm sure you are able to relate to such kind of signages now all of these are known as visual identification and this is the mm-hmm. exact portfolio of products that vivenge offers the the company we are talking about today the reason i felt necessary to share these is because visual identification ye term bahut uncommon hai india mein so that's why i wanted to share with you some uh, relatable examples there so now just consider that you are a brand and you decided to change your visual identifications ab aisa hai ki in europe the current standards require the new contractor to disassemble the old installation and they have to take care of utilizing those products so in case vivenge is taking that order they are responsible for disassembly of the old visual identification products they make use of the reclaimed parts to the highest extent possible that's what they claim now this particularly mm-hmm. concerns parts that are most standardized and most durable that is pylons poles displays energy supplies etc they examine them for their quality and say if they if they are assessed as suitable for further use they are given the same guarantee as the new parts mm-hmm. in case the parts cannot be reused they are segregated in vivenge's own facility and they are sold to recycling companies now parts of the material are also not easily recyclable and i think most of the aesthetically um, aesthetically amazing products Uh, that are that are used to accessorize your store or the signages they they are usually single use in nature so it's hard to recycle them or maybe they have multiple uh, multiple materials in one so it could be plywood mdf or even laminated boards so what what they do is they are processed they are either shredded and the materials are then sold to an insulation producer or other manufacturing companies so uh when vivenge receives an order from a customer it usually consists of specifying the final product and the related services so the related services would be disassembly logistics and warehousing so even this forms a part mm-hmm. of their supply chain so vivenge would acquire the raw materials and specific parts from their suppliers and, and produces the ordered products after installation they are mm-hmm. typically responsible for maintenance as well as servicing so one of the circular uh, models that they can also implement is to lease out these services and take the next contract mm-hmm. so this is also a part of their uh, strategy that they plan to implement so that the order then continues and then they they form a longer term relationship with their uh, customers through maintenance activities and reinstallations right the company's mm-hmm. effort is to reuse as many parts as possible they even have economic incentives to use the parts again so all in all mm-hmm. their current business model is linear in nature jo purana business model tha however they do fulfill different circularity logics so one part of their service offered follows uh, the circular sourcing logic the other part follows remake logic to prevent turning them into waste 
Materials or products at the end of life are incorporated into different products or used as feedstock or inputs for another process or value chain, like where they are selling it off to, right? Those shreds mm-hmm. and all of that. Now, this part of the business model could also be considered as a part of resource recovery. Vivent also repossesses parts that could be used for production of new visual identity items. So talking of poles, pylons, displays, power supplies, these all can be reused for their own installations again, right? Now, this part of the business model could be tagged under remake. What interests me is that their circular business model pattern seems replicable and transferable to other entities Mm -hmm. and offers substantial potential for positive environmental and economic benefits. To businesses not only in the uh, visual identification, but also other businesses who might be related uh, stakeholders around here. So companies in different sectors can reflect on their specific context and product design based on the resource recovery and remake. So whoever they are involving in the supply chain can actually form a part of this model. If the ecosystem allows it, right? Ultimately, you will be serving few common customers along the way. So, I just want uh, our listeners to know that Vivenge was one of the case studies for R2PI project by European Union. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the data for today's episode has been taken from that study. You know, Piyush, this advertising industry and the visual identification industry, uh, has, has evolved significantly over the years. And while we are finding solutions to tackle the current waste, I feel switching to digital displays Mm-hmm. LEDs or even projections can totally eliminate this kind of waste that we are uh, considering right now. But the adoption of that innovation will also add to e-waste if we do mm-hmm. not pay attention during the design phase. So yes, that was the example. Very, very interesting. In fact, uh, I don't know if you know, but I used to work with R2Pi project and ah. <laughs> I documented a lot of uh, you know, like examples, especially mud jeans also, which we have also wow. yeah. uh, documented earlier. And uh, I think for our listeners, if you're interested, then definitely go to R2Pi's uh, website and you'll like have a look at the detailed case study as well. I think there's some very interesting examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is one of the very few examples, you know, like uh, that are out there, which addresses the advertisement uh, industry as well. You know, like while yeah. you've covered a lot of textile, food, and uh, electronics as well, but advertisement is something. And many times, you know, like people ask me, what is the role of, say, a service industry or say an advertisement industry can play in this circular economy? You know, like uh, models as well. So this, I think, is a is a great example. And I hope that we are able to find more examples also. I wanted sure. to share with you that while I was uh, checking on what's happening around in India, one thing I mm-hmm. found out that uh, many states in India have banned PVC flexes. So that okay. has kind mm-hmm. of nudged the government to in invest in technologies that helps them recycle pvc the problem is that save the material the pvc used is of lower grade resin it makes mm. it um, it is even worse to recycle it so it, it is kind of triggering them uh, the the organizations to make use of higher grade pvcs so that mm. it doesn't mm. harm the entire recycling chain but i really liked how um, it's been identified. It's not a great material. And they, uh-huh. uh, there there have been startups that are kind of creating 
eco flexes mm-hmm. which which mm-hmm. are probably highly recyclable or um, and and they are not uh, kind of creating pollution across its Very life good. cycle so it's pretty cool mm-hmm. I, i i think um, i'll also check on and see if they can come over for an interview it'll be fun to have a chat with them like how are they even Very managing nice. <laughs> sure me i think it's very important and you know just uh, when you were mentioning you know, like what is the use of flex and how revenge is able to make a business case out of it i think one example that both of us have actually talked about uh, shripriya is uh, that of lime loop so man ah, what yeah. i was reading also was that lime loop made uh, you know like those um, retake uh, bags the packaging, ha, packaging the bags ha. they were made from flex only so i think that was an interesting example also so now you see you know like even with flex and if you have to really close the loop then that is an application what lime loop is already doing in us so i think it's an interesting example this reminds me there is another another company by the name ecovia who is using a similar model jo flex ha uh-huh. indian indian business hai jo flex se packaging Very so it is similar model to lime loop where they are supporting e-commerce with the packaging reusable packaging aspect so hmm. even they are making use of flex so nice quite uh, quite a closed uh, kya duniya choti hai kya kehte bhul gayi wo term muhavra ha ha no so no i could imagine like it's a small network everyone is connected and uh, i hope you know like our listeners are also able to relate and connect these dots as we are able to do <laughs> within our podcast series only absolutely so on that note it's a wrap on this episode tell us how what you think about it and uh, share with us your ideas what you think can really be done to transform this advertising and the flex industry which is um, which still needs a lot of solutions and innovations so agar aapke paas kuch anokha idea hai to share it with us we would love to have a conversation with you you can reach out to both piyush and i on linkedin and instagram as well as facebook and twitter you can uh, reach out to us on our email ids the email ids and the links for the profiles are available in the show notes and in case you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet make sure to do it right away and uh, do leave us reviews and ratings yaar yaar kitna time ho gaya ab to ab to likh do <laughs> if you really are sticking around for our episodes ab to banta hai yaar reviews to bante so do uh, do share it with us and uh, we will see you soon in the next episode bye bye